Hi everyone, welcome back to the MedBullet Step 1 podcast. In today's episode, we cover the topic of cervical pap smear, found under the reproductive section at medbullets.com. Let's begin with an introduction to cervical pap smear. Remember that this is a screening test, and it can detect squamous dysplasia and cancer. It can also evaluate a patient's sex hormones. If there are superficial squamous cells, this indicates full mucosal surface maturation and therefore the presence of estrogen. And high estrogen without progesterone results in 100% superficial squamous cells. If there are intermediate squamous cells, this indicates the presence of progesterone. A high progesterone in pregnancy results in 100% intermediate cells. If there are parabasal cells, this indicates a lack of estrogen and progesterone and is seen in elderly women. In terms of the process, remember that one must sample the transition zone between the endo and exocervix. Remember that the endocervix has columnar cells and the exocervix has squamous cells. And the smear must demonstrate the presence of columnar cells to prove that the transition zone was reached. Now that we've discussed the major points relating to cervical pap smear, let's walk through a question to apply what we've learned and get a sense of how the topic might be tested. For this question, consider the following clinical scenario. A 36-year-old G2P2 female visits her gynecologist for a follow-up visit. On her previous visit, a routine pap smear demonstrated findings which required further testing with colposcopy. During the colposcopy, the gynecologist obtains a biopsy from her ectocervix. Which of the following is representative of the normal epithelium found in the ectocervix? And the answer choices are... Choice 1, cuboidal epithelium. Choice 2, simple columnar epithelium. Choice 2, stratified squamous epithelium. Choice 3, simple columnar epithelium. Or choice 4, pseudostratified columnar epithelium. The best answer to this question is, choice 2, stratified squamous epithelium. The cervix is composed of simple columnar epithelium in the endocervix and stratified squamous epithelium in the ectocervix. The female reproductive organs are covered by distinct types of epithelium. The ovary is covered with simple cuboidal epithelium, the fallopian tube with simple columnar epithelium, the uterus with simple columnar epithelium that is pseudostratified, and the vagina with stratified squamous non-keratinized epithelium. The cervix is split between the ectocervix, covered with stratified squamous epithelium, and the endocervix, which is covered with simple columnar epithelium. The change in epithelial types is observed at the transformation zone. Let's also discuss why the other choices are incorrect. Choice 1. Simple cuboidal epithelium is characteristic of ovarian epithelium. Choice 3. Simple columnar epithelium is characteristic of fallopian tube epithelium. And choice four, columnar epithelium is characteristic of the endometrium. That's all for this review about cervical pap smear. We hope that was helpful. This is the MedBullets Step 1 podcast, a daily audio review session for MedBullets, the free learning and collaboration community for medical student education. As a reminder, you can follow along with these podcast episodes by reviewing the topics directly on MedBullets.com. You can listen to these episodes on the MedBullets website or phone app while reading through the topic. If the MedBullets podcast has been valuable to you, 
we'd be thrilled if you considered leaving us a five-star rating and writing us a review on Apple Podcasts. It will help us spread the word and increase our discoverability tremendously. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you all tomorrow, right here on the MedBullet Step 1 Podcast.